Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Tuesday, October the 18th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, hobby horse which means a topic to which one constantly reverts. Hobby horse. Hope everyone is enjoying their uh, Tuesday, I should say. I was going to say Monday, uh, beginning of the work week for me. I was off yesterday, so I took a day to relax. But it's still the early part of the work week. I hope everyone is enjoying it and will enjoy as we move along throughout the week. Uh, Weather here in North Carolina, uh, we have... We have had some warm days over the past couple of days. I got up to near 80 yesterday. However, a cold front is coming in um, tonight. Temperatures are expected to get down into the 30s. And during the day, near 60. Uh, They're saying maybe in the 50s or something like that. But it's not going to go back up too much more, uh, at least until the weekend, and I think the weekend is going to go back up into the 70s. Uh, just that fall coming through, we know how what it do. <laughs> if you're in the South, you know full well what it does. This is just how it starts before um, the bottom falls out. Just is, just is. Yeah, temperatures are expected to be in the 30s tonight. Brr. Haven't, haven't had that in a while. Haven't had that in a while, but hey. It is the fall. It is. It is. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, let's get to some football. And of course, when we had Monday night football last night, it was the uh, San Diego Chargers or Los Angeles Chargers or whatever they're called against the Denver Broncos. It was an overtime game. The Chargers won 16. I mean, I'm sorry. Chargers won 19 to 16, I should say. So, uh, I don't know about you guys, and maybe this is just me. Maybe this is just me. But uh, as far as these games that come on TV, you know, like the Monday and Thursday night game, because those are the only games that are on, and and, and then, you know, you're supposed to have top premier teams, but it doesn't appear to be that way because I personally am sick and tired of seeing the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs on these Monday and and and. Thursday night games because they aren't top tier. One at one point in time they were, but they aren't now. I think um, once these, uh, first of all, to make us pay to watch this crap is an insult. But I really think once these uh, networks uh, find out that these top tier teams aren't doing what they're supposed to do or they aren't that top tier anymore. They need to talk to the NFL. I don't care about the schedule. If you're going to make me pay to watch a game and I'm thinking it's some top tier teams and these teams are crap, then uh, you need to rework your schedule. Either that or offer the game for free because it's not worth it. (laughs) Nobody wants to see the Denver Broncos anymore. Wilson, Russell Wilson. Yeah, nobody wants to see him anymore. And and nobody really, uh, hey, Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, on again, off again, once again, falling apart, Kansas City Chiefs. Nobody wants to see you guys if we got to pay for it. 
I mean, Thursday, uh, Sunday night, Sunday football, because that comes on channels and some some sports pack sports packages you have to pay for. But nobody wants to sit there and pay for Amazon Prime or whatever or what have you, and then see these guys over there. I'm sorry, they just don't don't want to see the Arizona Cardinals up there either. Kyler Murray, just don't. Hey, sorry, not sorry. That's just my opinion. I don't know about the rest of you guys. I don't know about the rest of you guys. Speaking of the Kansas City falling apart again, Chiefs, they had a game Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, to which they lost 24 to 20. (laughs) No surprise there. Hey, let me go back because I promised you guys, if you remember the last podcast, I talked about that mass shooting that I didn't get a chance to talk about Thursday night football. Speaking of uh, the Washington Commanders, Defeated the Chicago Bears 12 to 7. Uh, once again, <laughs> once again, these Thursday night and Sunday night or Monday night games are uh you, you, you don't have top-tier teams. Uh, hey, I'm a Bears fan, but there's no way in the world I'll pay to see the Bears uh off of regular TV. And certainly wouldn't pay to see the Washington Commanders. Uh, the Bears, I, I don't know what to say about them. I really don't. I just don't. Uh, how many or how long does it take for you to rebuild is the question for the Chicago Bears. We've been waiting. As a fan, we have been waiting for a while, and you guys are still teetering around doing the same old simple-minded crap. If I sound harsh and facetious this morning, I apologize because I'm just sick and tired of seeing this nonsense on TV, uh, especially when you have to pay for it. It's not worth the time, not worth the money either. All right, let's move along. Uh, like I said, Sunday, the Chiefs were defeated by the Buffalo Bills 24 to 20. Uh, no surprise, not no real, not a surprise, not a surprise. Uh, Josh, Josh Allen did what he does. He's looking good. He's in rare form. He is looking good. Um, the Minnesota Vikings defeated the Miami Dolphins 24 to 16. Dolphins aren't looking too tough. I believe they said Tua is coming back this week or this Sunday or next Sunday. I think Tua just needs to sit out the rest of the season so he can figure out what's really going on with his body. I just did. That's just me. I would love to see him, but I don't want to see him if, if it's going to cause his body some harm and, and more injury. I think he needs to sit out this season. Just does. Uh, to see someone land on their back with their arms and fingers locked like that? No. Sit out. Take, uh, just sit out, get yourself together. Just get yourself together. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals defeated the New Orleans Saints thirty to twenty six. Hey, the Bengals are the Bengals are doing a little something. They're looking, they're looking pretty good. I gotta say, I gotta say, they they won two weeks in a row. They aren't looking like the Cincinnati Bengals of old. The old walk, the old uh, walk right on over. But sadly, uh, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, they're continuing to look like the Cleveland Browns of old because they were defeated by the New England Patriots 38-15. to 15. Yeah. Uh, you know, at one point in time in the NFL, if you played the Browns or the Bengals, it was considered a win. And it looks like the Bengals are picking up, and you got to fight to beat them, and, and not too many teams are looking too tough doing it. But the Browns are here. Yeah, they look like they're just the Browns of old. The old dog pound, man. Uh, don't know what to say about that. <laughs> uh, and the Indianapolis Colts defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 34 to 27. Uh, 
the New York Giants continued their winning ways because they defeated the Baltimore Ravens 24-20. to The New York football Giants are looking pretty good. They're looking pretty good. And uh, the Carolina Panthers were defeated by the Los Angeles Rams 24-10. to uh, Panthers, during that game, they kicked out one of their receivers. I can't remember the guy's name, but he – he had allegedly, hey, they were trying to trade him anyway. And after Sunday's game, he exchanged some words with that wide receiver coach. And that wide receiver coach sent him to the showers. And it was announced yesterday that he had been traded to the Arizona Cardinals. So they got rid of him. Yeah, you need, you need to be gone. You were, uh, obviously, you were unha- unhappy and they were unhappy with you. So that's that. And the Seattle Seahawks defeated the Arizona Cardinals 19 to 9. And um here were some shockers. These these games just shocked me. I gotta say, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were defeated by the Pittsburgh Steelers 20 to 18. Um Mitch Trebinsky. He came in and he, he hey he continued to do what he's do, he does, but the uh <laughs> Besides the, the the actual defeat, uh, Tom Brady, football Tommy, was on the sidelines, seen scolding his offensive line. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I do. I love it. Ha, ha, ha. So sorry. So sorry. Oh, boo-hoo. Oh, boo-hoo, football Tommy. Yeah, he, he laid into him. Get you. You know what? I can get in the, woo. Boy, he laid into him. And uh, in a surprise, another surprise, another shocker, the Atlanta Falcons defeated the San Francisco 49ers 28 to 14. Why, what in the entire world was that, San Fran? I just didn't see that one coming. Uh, if you know anything about the Falcons, they ain't been looking too tough, not only this year, but uh, <laughs> the previous year, the previous year. Falcons ain't looked too tough since that year they came out of that Super Bowl where they were leading uh, pretty much the entire game and, and allowed the New England Patriots to come back and win the Super Bowl. However many years ago that was, that's the last time I can remember the Falcons actually looked worthy of something, but they defeated they defeated uh, the San Francisco 49ers, a team that I had predicted to uh, take the NFC flat out. Not saying it won't happen, but man, that game Sunday, that was a shocker. And in another shocker of Sunday that upset the football world, the New York Jets defeated the Green Bay Packers 27 to 10 the Jets <laughs> oh Aaron Rodgers oh he was highly upset too just like football Tommy down in Tampa Bay boy when those stars those prima donnas when it goes south for them they don't handle it too well because he was upset. He just looked disgruntled, disheveled. He looked like he had lost his best friend and his dog and the ball. (laughs) Wow, I'm sorry. This is hilarious to me. Man, the Jets? Now, it's bad enough on Thursday that the Bears lost to the Commanders, but you guys, uh, Green Bay, you lost to the Jets? Huh. 27 to 10 at that. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) 
Uh, I don't know if it's an online rumor, but of course, uh, speculation is that after this season, Aaron Rodgers will retire. I uh, know he ain't. <laughs> he sent his blood. He's gonna. He's like football Tommy down there in, T- in Tampa Bay. He's gonna stick around till till the wheels fall off. Literally, literally. I don't think he's gonna retire. Although he should, but I, I don't think he's gonna retire. He's gonna have to pull something out to, uh, to save this season. I, I, the season's not over. It's still early. But man, that was a shocker yesterday, uh, Sunday. I'm sorry. Uh, those three games, and then in uh, well, not really the final shocker, but in uh, Sunday night football. <laughs> Still undefeated. The Philadelphia Eagles defeated the Dallas We Dem Bellies Cowboys 26 to 17. Yes, right. You heard it right. The Eagles are still undefeated. They beat the Cowboys. We Dem Bellies. Hey, Cowboys, y'all still going to the Super Bowl this y'all year? <laughs> Oh, man, Cowboy fans are so irate. They want Dak Prescott back when they want him back now because they said Dak Prescott owns the Eagles. If he was in the game, he would have defeated the Eagles. They wouldn't wouldn't still be undefeated if old Dak was around. Well, old Dak didn't look too grand when he was around before he broke his thumb. Uh, Leave Dak Prescott where he's at. Uh, Cooper Rush, yeah, he did kind of mess around, screw up, but uh, I still think he's a good quarterback. Um, his consistency because when you, you got to admit, Cowboys fans, he was five and one before this game with Philly, and he played some pretty good teams and he hung in there. So, this this sudden rush because he uh lost against against a conference foe that is the number one in the conference, by the way, along with the New York Giants that are number two in that NFC East. And then comes the Cowboys and the Commanders, just like old, just like old. This is just what the Cowboys do. This is just what they do. I think that infamous skin and flop is a coming. Is a coming. Yes. Uh, Cooper Rush had a bad game. But fans are calling for Dak Prescott to come back. In fact, uh, Dak is, is supposed to be a two-month uh, injury. Uh, he's a month in and he's saying he's ready to come back. Okay, buddy, come right on back and get yourself hurt some more. Yeah, just, just do, just do. Uh, it just goes to show you how those Cowboys fans are. They will jump on your bandwagon. And they will jump off when you mess up. I guess it's because it was against the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, Philadelphia Eagles are still undefeated. So you guys are just, <laughs> you Cowboy fans, boy, y'all are hilarious to me. <laughs> Can't find the one in sight now. They lost along with those Packers fans. You can't find a Cowboy or Packers fans anywhere because they lost. They hide. Hey, I'm a Bears fan. Win, lose, a draw. I'm out there. I'm out there. Hey, I just say I'll, I'll take all the punches. But them Cowboy fans, boy, they fall apart. <laughs> uh, and rush, we trust. <laughs> boy. Why, what in the world? All right, let's go. Let's move on here, folks. Let's move on here. Uh, in an update of, <clears throat> I'm sorry, in an update of sorts, uh, the mass shooting that happened here last Thursday in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, really not too much of an update. Uh, things are still, like I said, he killed five, uh, two were injured, and that was the 59-year-old woman, uh, a victim. Uh, her condition has been upgraded from critical to stable. Uh, she had a gunshot to the head, and apparently they have gotten her stabled. 
and also the other victim who was a police officer. He was shot in the leg. He was released that following morning. And an update of sort uh, as it relates to the gunman, the 15-year-old gunman, he's still in grave condition. He has a gunshot wound to the head. It has been announced now. Not sure if it was self-inflicted or if RPD did it, but uh, he's still in critical condition or grave condition. Not sure if it's self-inflicted or if the police uh, gunshot wound to the head. And, uh, and a real update. If, if I can say that, uh, the 16 year old, remember, uh, out of the five victims, there was a 16 year old that was shot and killed. Also turns out as we now know that 16 year old was his brother. Yeah, you heard me right. The 16 year old that was been with the list of five victims, uh, five murdered victims was the shooter's brother. Not too sure. Like I said, uh, not really too much of an update. Police are still investigating. Raleigh is supposed to come out with what they call a five-day report uh, this Thursday. Maybe they'll shed some light on that. But yeah, that 16-year-old victim was his brother. Now, uh, a news station here has somehow, someway gotten in contact with both uh, the uh, 16-year-old's father and mother. When they contacted the mother, uh, she pretty much said, yeah, I'm saddened by what happened. Get in touch with my lawyer. But when the news station uh, tried to get in touch with her, in contact with the lawyer, she wasn't a client. So she hasn't found a lawyer yet, I guess. So they tracked down the father. They called and asked him. Well, they asked the mother the same question also. Uh, and they asked the father, uh, was the 16-year-old victim your son? And did the 15-year-old that is the gunman, was he your son also? The father responded with, that's what I've been told. Yeah, that was his response. That's what I've been told. The mother was told, was asked, you know, how do you feel about the situation? I feel horrible was her response. Of course, I want to say something to the victim's family, but I can't contact my lawyer. Father would ask if that was your son that was killed. And if is that, it was that your son that was the, um, Shooter or gunman responded with, that's what I have been told. Mm. 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 What kind of mess is this? Wow. I I have no words. I have no words whatsoever. Uh, th- like I said, this is still developing. Raleigh's coming out with that five-day report this Thursday. We'll see what happens. We'll see... Um, Maybe they can re- shed some light onto why he did this and and, and why he picked. Uh, well, the uh, another update, we're still learning. Uh, he stayed in that community. Stayed a few houses down from one of the victims, as a matter of fact. So he, like, like I said, um, when I talked to you guys Friday, in my opinion, this guy, this kid planned it. Uh, he stayed two down, two two doors, two houses down from one of the victims. So uh, he may not have necessarily known them per se as to carry on a conversation, but I, I can almost guarantee in passing he has seen all of those, if not all, but at least that, that victim, that female, there was a 52-year-old female that was getting ready to walk her dog and, and she was out in front of a house and she was shot and killed. And he stayed two doors down from her. 
So it feels safe, safe of me saying that he may not have known her personally, but he, I, I guarantee you, he's seen her at some point in time while he was staying there. Like I said, this guy was, this kid or guy or whatever you want to call him, he was hunting. He just was. He was hunting. He was hunting. Um, continue to pray. Continue to pray. That's all I have. That's all I have. All right. Let's go get it. I wanted to come up here today and talk to you guys for a little bit. Uh, we have, you know, the midterms are, are less than a month away now, 20 some odd days. And that's mid, these midterms are, are throughout the country, not just here in North Carolina, not just in Georgia, because, you know, Georgia's <laughs> Georgia's Senate race is, is, is oh boy, it's turning into a comedic grandstand. Uh, and then, you know, you have also in Georgia, you have the governor's race, which uh, Stacey uh, Abrams and, and uh, Governor uh, Kemp, they're getting ready to have a debate again tonight or a debate tonight. So we'll see what happens with that. You know, here in North Carolina, you got a uh, Democratic hopeful, former uh, Chief Justice Sherry Beasley against uh, Republican uh, Ted Budd. And, and then uh, going back to Georgia, also, you have uh, uh, the Democratic uh, uh, hopeful, uh, what is his name, Enoch versus Herschel Walker, the Republican. And, and, and oh, my God, Herschel. Oh, Herschel, Herschel, Herschel. What in the entire world is going on with you? He's been in the hot seat because of uh, his abortion stance. And then it's been, it has been revealed or alleged that he paid one girlfriend for an abortion, suggested it to another. And his son came out and said, he's a flat out liar. He's, he's manipulative. Blase, blase, rah, 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 shish, boom, bah. That uh, little Senate race is just, it, it, it's comical. Because they had a debate, Herschel Walker pulled out a badge, and they said, "Wait a minute, you aren't a sheriff. You're not a, a law enforcement or, uh, official." He says, "Yes, I am. This was given to me by a sheriff here in uh, in Georgia." Sheriff came out and said, "Hey, it is an honorary badge. If we need him for anything, we can call him. Pretty much, it's just an honorary badge. It ain't nothing. He's not. Uh, he hasn't. He's not a sworn in law enforcement." And <laughs> Oh, Herschel, oh, Herschel, oh, Herschel. Why, what in the world? Yeah, they're making quite a bit of a little fun with them. But as it relates to these midterms, because these midterms are going to tell the tale, we certainly have a lot going on in this country. Voters are up in arms. You know, you got the abortion debate. You got uh, infrastructure with inflation. You, 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 you got high taxes. It's the gun violence and gun control. You even got health care matters. If this midterm election, so many things are, they aren't on the ballot, but they are on voters' minds. A lot of voters are up in arm about this inflation, these gas prices, these food prices. Uh, they just are. And it's all coming around, not just here for the midterms, but all of this inflation debate is all coming around right around the holidays. And you know how we as Americans are. We spend money. And many of us may not have that money to spend this year with that inflation. Just may not. So it, it may put a lot of Democrats out or a lot of Democrats might not get in. Because, uh, and it's Democrat and Republicans that they're up in arms and they want some answers as to this inflation. They want to know why. They want to know when is it going to be over. And also yesterday, um, it came out that economists finally said that, hey, 
no matter what. Maybe not here, maybe not next month, maybe not there by the end of the year, but at some point in time, this country is going into a recession. It just is. Whether it be a small recession, large recession, they don't know, but there will, there is going to be a recession and it is a coming. Uh, not surprising to me, maybe to some of you others that have been up on the rocks, but I don't need no economist. I don't need no politician to tell me that the price of doing business has gone up. It's skyrocketing. Going to the grocery store. Going to the gas pump. Going into the store just to buy something. Or or going out trying to get something to eat uh, to relax after a long day's work. Everything's gone up. Inflation's through the roof. These uh, business owners, they have to raise the price. Because uh, uh, the, the goods that, that are required or needed for them to run their business, it's costing them more. To ship it in, is costing them more. They're paying more for the actual good itself. So they have to price the, uh, pass, the, pass the price on to consumers. There's no surprise. Uh, the North Carolina State Fair is here. And if you're, you know, just like a state fair or a carnival anywhere, anywhere, anywhere you are in this great country of ours, when you would go, you would eat and ride and drink and be merry. Now they're saying the price of the, the, the goods at that state fair are through the roof. I believe somebody told me that a turkey leg, and I loves me a good old turkey leg. I believe they said that thing was almost $18, if not $18 for one turkey leg. Like, what in the world? That's inflation. That's on a lot of Americans' minds. And now we, if we go back down to Florida, also the, the, the troubles of the Democrats, I hate, to, I hate to put it out here like this, but this is actual factual the troubles of the Democrats continue because in that governor's race between uh, Stacey Abrams and, and Kemp, uh, what was discovered, like I told you guys last week, also the black vote of the male, the male black vote. It has the Democrat. Hey, she has to circle back around and try to get that black vote because that in 2018, when she ran against uh, Governor Kemp, she lost. She had 94 percent of the of the black votes, but she lost to Kemp by 55,000. That's a slim margin. It was discovered and it was realized the black male vote, the black male vote went to the Republicans. So she has hopefully she's saying hopefully or, or she she has to know. That this time she needs it. I really don't think she's been campaigning that much for the black male vote once again. So maybe she's relying on something else or relying on another group to help her out. And then here in North Carolina, of course, uh, with with uh, Republican Ted Budd and Sherry Beasley, they're running neck and neck in the polls. 43 and 42 percent was the last count I got. And it was favoring Ted Budd. But he's 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 in a dogfight. He's got to get he's got to get some moment, momentum. Uh, maybe he can pressure in and horn on the inflation. Uh, that that seems to be the 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 mantra or the 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 hot topic across the board for these political can candidates during these midterms. Inflation, uh, yeah, abortion, abortion, yeah, uh, 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 the gun violence and, and gun control, but it's inflation. Americans are fed up. With the cost of goods, the cost of doing business, the cost of just living. They're fed up. So does this mean that they're going to turn that House and Senate over to Republicans because they feel Republicans can manage the economy better than Democrats have? We'll see.
we will see November 8th. And it certainly is a, man, like I said, this election is going to tell the tale. This midterm election is going to tell the tale. You know, uh, from what's going on down in Georgia and that uh, governor's race to uh, what's going down in Georgia with that that Senate race between Warnock Warnock and uh, Herschel Walker, that is quite honestly, it's turned into a circus, I got to say. And what's going on up here in North Carolina between uh, Sherry Beasley and uh, Ted Budd? The economy is on the economy is on the ballot. Let's just put it like that. It just is. The inflation rate is at a historic high. Folks can't drive to work. They're, they're struggling figuring out how to put gas in the car, how to eat, how to clothe. Uh, they can't go out and do what they used to before because things are so expensive. We're going to have we're going to see what what this country is about and which direction this country is going in after these midterm elections. Uh, We'll see what happens. Uh, Maybe. If you're a Democrat, you're hoping that you guys could take control of that, uh, that House and that Senate. But I got to be honest with you, it's not looking too good. (laughs) It just it just isn't because the economy is such in such turmoil and, and utter chaos that the American people, like I said, are fed up and they want a change and they want to change now. Um, you know, one of the things uh, Ted Budd said with, with Sherry Beasley in that debate was that infrastructure package that was supposed to make America, uh, rebuild America, it ain't working. It ain't working. It raised the price of doing business and it has put a lot of Americans, a lot of small farmers, a lot of small businesses in debt and they aren't having it. They just aren't. They just aren't. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, wherever you're listening, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified. Keep you in the loop. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is.